0: from coast to coast across America, it's the U.S. Property Podcast with the latest real estate news, interviews, and market trends.
1: And welcome back to the U.S. Property Podcast as we focus on the very latest real estate property news from around the country with trends. We also look at the forecasts and predictions And you'll hear us available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as Amazon. And don't forget about our email address. You can email us at uspropertypodcast at gmail.com. That is uspropertypodcast at gmail.com. In fact, you might want to send us an email with this next story. A look at the northeast Florida housing market for 2024, that is telling us that there is a sense of stability emerging amidst fluctuating trends in some of the economists' predictions. Yes, as prices steadily climb, buyers and sellers find themselves in a delicate dance influenced by shifting inventory and predicted interest rate changes. In fact, the Northeast Florida Association of Realtors tells us a nuanced picture of the region's real estate landscape is developing in 2024. And despite potential challenges and surprises, Northeast Florida remains an attractive and relatively affordable destination for home buyers. Is that what you are currently experiencing right now in the market? If you are looking at buying property, let us know, email us and tell us. At the moment, they say the area is offering a blend of opportunity and stability in what is no doubt going to be, as I say, an interesting, market to track this year. And with all of that in mind, we are catching up this morning with Crystal Duckworth. Now, Crystal is a principal working in Jacksonville, Florida. She is the owner of Crystal Clear Realty. And good morning, Crystal. Welcome to the US Property Podcast this morning.
0: Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now,
1: you were telling me off air that you have been doing real estate for about 16 years, but an owner for the last seven and a half years. So big difference, isn't there, right? Between being an agent and being an owner and taking on all that responsibility. So how is all of that going for the start of 2024?
0: So very good. The start of 2024 um, hit the ground running even more. The market here in Florida is really strong. We're seeing a lot of stabilization, which everybody likes that. Um, It's not crazy, quote unquote, like it was. It's still just strong and steady. Um, We're very busy. The interest rates caused a few buyers to be a little more cautious, but um, there are predictions that the interest rates are going to go down. So they're still looking and we're still buying and selling and making home buyers and sellers happy. Now,
1: how many divisions have you got within your organization there?
0: We have the residential side, obviously the residential real estate, then the commercial um, real estate side. I also have the Black Diamond Luxury uh, Properties Worldwide Division for all of our international outreach and customers. We have a property management division, which is very um, popular here in Jacksonville and Northeast Florida for investors. And then a community development, um, which is a lot of new construction. We work with... um, banks and developers and acquire land, parcel them together and work from the whole process start to finish to the end user working with a builder and selling it to a buyer.
1: Wow, you sound you sound pretty busy. And also, you were saying that you've got a degree in psychology. I mean, this comes in very handy, of course, for real estate. You've almost got to be a psychologist to hold people's hands to help them transact and buy.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's a very um, emotional decision, purchasing a home or selling a home, which it should be because it's, most of the time, the largest investment anyone will make, you know, financially and emotionally. So every step of the way, just looking at the whole picture, um, not just number wise, does not make sense, but everything to their life, what's going on with them and their family and their needs and their wants, and just trying to address the whole situation in its totality. And then every step of the way, Brings a whole world of emotions for them. So being able to walk through them and help them understand makes the world a difference for the customers.
1: Yeah, I can see definitely how psychology would sort of lean in and and help you with respect to that. Now, the Jacksonville, Florida real estate market, Crystal, we will have people listening in different states that won't know too much about Jacksonville. So tell us a a little bit about what makes Jacksonville stand out, because I know that the, the low property tax is going to be one of those things.
0: Yeah. so affordability. So in general, you know, everybody wants to move to Florida because the weather is beautiful, but they all stop here or in Jacksonville, the northeast part of Florida because it's affordable. And then as you go down the coast, you'll see it just gets more expensive and more expensive. And what's great here is we still have a lot of land to develop. Um, Duval County in northeast Florida here is developed, but St. John's County is one of the fastest growing counties in the nation. So that's our neighboring county. And now they're moving to Clay County. So there's a lot of opportunity for growth in Northeast Florida, um, which helps make the prices somewhat affordable. And the property taxes are very low and we have no state income tax. So we will get a lot of people from uh, New Jersey, New York. um, And also we have freedom and you're working from home. So a lot of people from California, they're relocating here as well. So Jacksonville in general, um, we are making the news worldwide and it shows we have a lot of investors that are that are coming here and over 2,000 people are moving here a day for in, to Florida in general. So we are definitely on the map and I don't see it going anywhere. I, th- I continue to see it getting better and better. So
1: just on that note of people coming into Jacksonville, I mean, that's a lot of people and no doubt since COVID, you have seen people move in and work from home. Is that still a phenomenon? Because you know, what's happened around the world, there has been a lot of these cases where that has pulled back, it has dried up. In fact, people that moved out of uh, large cities found that they were were missing the, the, the city vibe, the city lifestyle, and they went back. So what What's been happening in Jacksonville around all of that?
0: I still see about 50% of our inquiries are buyers per, or prospective buyers that are still wanting to move here if they already haven't made the move. Now, I do know some have moved back, but it's really just cuz they wanted to be closer to family. It's still in high demand as, you know, I need to have a home office. And the 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 joke, if you will, is when you show them the house, you say, you know, you turn to your customer and say, "Can you see yourself quarantine here?" And if you can't, then they say then that's not the house for you. So (laughs) a lot of people, because of COVID, it did change their perspective and they really value the true sense of a home. And then, you know, you want to improve your home and stay in your home. There's nothing better than the sense of home. And if you can work from home and it still feel comfortable with your environment, then it's even better and more valuable.
1: Yeah, the dynamics too between the employer and the employee, I mean, that is radically changed in the job market where, of course, the employees are saying, well, look, if I can't, if you want me to come back into the office, I'm not going to be able to continue with my job. Do you see a little bit of that going on there in Jacksonville?
0: I see a lot of the employers accommodating more so as long as the performance is there. And I've spoken to business owners myself and my sphere of influence Um, with technology. You know, thankfully, I do notice that they're just changing the ways we're all changing the ways that we operate. Even in real estate, we do a lot of things more virtual since COVID. So. I do see the uh, employers trying to get employees back into the office some, but it's hard because, it, what is it, 90 days for a habit to form. And after you do this for so many months and years, is I just don't see it going back to the typical brick and mortar going to office anymore. Um, it has been a topic that's been brought up. I still think that the employers, as long as they're performing, this is just the new norm
1: And what is, you mentioned that you you work in the commercial space. I mean, when it comes to office space, how much of a dent has that made in terms of people working from home? What are you seeing on the ground?
0: So the commercial market hasn't really taken a big decline. And my theory on this, and after talking to a lot of experts, is a lot of the commercial leases were three to five years. What I'm noticing now is now there's some more opportunity that the leases are ending. So I think the um, Employers were utilizing their resources to keep it open and need that larger space at the time, but now they realize at the end of their term, they're making some adjustments. I'm also noticing um, a lot of sublease opportunities as well. So they're keeping their space, but they're trying to find someone else to come into their office. So they're diversifying there. So I don't see a huge decline yet. The numbers aren't showing drastically, but there are changing for sure.
1: All right, so let's have a look at the Jacksonville, Florida median sales price, which I think is hovering around that 384k mark, is it?
0: Yes, correct. Yeah. And you're looking at an average about a two two $210 per square foot. And I don't see that going down at all. The construction costs to build a new home went up, skyrocketed in COVID and they leveled out some, but they're not going down. But yeah, but that's about average. And I think affordability is here to stay, affordability issue. And we're just going to see a slow, thankfully steady Um, Again, nobody likes crazy. We have some stability, but steady increase in in values.
1: And what about the the days on market? I think that that has gone up. Last year, it was in the 30s. We're looking now in the 40s, are we?
0: Yes, correct. You're looking at about 48 days, which, still in the grand scheme of things, it really has to be the home really has to be on the market for around 120 days to be considered fully a buyer's market. So, again, we're seeing some stability and it's just not crazy, which is nice. I mean, 48, 50 days, and it could depend on the neighborhood and could be a little bit more. But to know that if your house is marketed properly and it checks all the boxes, and it only takes 48 days to sell your house. That's still a strong market in my professional opinion.
1: Well, Crystal, great to chat with you this morning. It sounds like the place to be given all of those positives. The sunshine is great. The tax is great. And working from home is also a fantastic idea. And thanks for coming on to the US Property Podcast this morning and sharing all of that with us.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. While we can't predict the future of the real estate market, we can provide you with insights on what's currently trending. It's powerful information at your fingertips on the US Property Podcast.
1: Now, tell us, Kevin, about the area that you particularly focus on and you are concentrating on the West Side and South Bay property market.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're tuned in and, you know, not familiar with what the West Side of Los Angeles looks like or the South Bay, um, essentially the west side is like the Santa Monica Marina del Rey Venice area generally speaking it's west of Beverly Hills even though one of my offices is in Beverly Hills Westwood Brentwood all these areas Culver City these areas might stand out to you but they, that general area is known as the west side of Los Angeles then I have another office in Manhattan Beach so the South Bay is well known for Manhattan Beach Palos Verdes Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, Uh, a little less known are the Torrance, Hawthorne and Gardena parts of the South Bay. But yeah, those those are the areas. From powerful and up-to-date news to professional real estate experts with the latest property trends, know your property with the U.S. Property Podcast.